It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment, and it is State of the Arts. We're talking about all the arts going on around town and around the country, sometimes even around the world. There are several auditions coming up, as well as shows coming up, that you can watch, both local and uh, productions coming in through town touring productions, and some interesting news uh, about different theater ventures uh, whether they be films or outside uh, the realm of Illinois, central Illinois, uh, around the country. So let's talk about it with Gus Gordon. How are you, Gus? Kevin, I am doing fine today. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. It's, uh, you know, I'm doing fine. Just uh, another week going through and uh, yep. all sorts of theater things going on. And uh, and I recently, I talked with Mark Wheeler, who's directing uh, American Idiot. And as of two days ago when I talked to him, there were still fly, five audition slots open. Okay. Good chance they're probably filled at this moment, if, yeah. if you're listening to this, watching it. But if they're not, I would still say, hey, go audition. And if you, I mean, there might be some, if you walk in, there might be somebody who doesn't show up and there might be a space open. And uh, sure. and, and really, and I was talking to him about it and he said, this, you know, the, the way they're doing American Idiot is that they're saying, it, they're saying with all the songs, uh, that they're singing, you know, from the album. They said there are characters, of course, story-wise through the album, but basically anybody can try out for any part they want, regardless of gender. So if you're thinking, oh, there's a song I'd love to sing, but the guy sings it or the girl sings it, you can sing any song you want. I think that's pretty cool that he's uh, yeah. doing that. It's going to be um, cool. And and again, it's it's a show that not a lot of people see. People know the album, but not a lot of people have seen it. And he said, you know, it's Probably the first time it's being done, I think, in this area at all. So it's. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of enthusiasm for that. It's great to see people excited about auditioning for something. And they'll have a great turnout tomorrow. And the weather, at least today, is beautiful. So if it stays nice like this, no excuse not to come out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be a little warmer, but still should be nice, breezy. So, yeah, absolutely. I think. See a lot of turnout for that. And just the next week, we'll also have auditions for Elf the Musical, um, which right. is um, has toured through, but is new as far as local productions go. So uh, that'll be fun as well. Fun for pretty much all ages. Uh, you'll have adults, kids, teens, everybody in that. Uh, to be uh, to be part of that uh, wonderful wonderful Christmas uh, movie turned musical now, uh, yeah. based on that movie with with Will Ferrell. I love the stage show. Yeah. It is really well written. The music is catchy and fun. It has an old school feel to it, but it is very much an upbeat musical that um, that people just really respond to. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think people are going to love it here. There's so many great. You know, great musicals that happen around Christmas time, and it's you know it'll be that feel good. You know, you get out there with your family enjoying the show, and it's uh, you give you that nice Christmas spirit that is uh, as part of that movie and part of the musical as well. So that'll be yeah. a lot of fun. And coming up in just under a month, uh, the first show though that's, that's the second and third show of STC season. But the first show, the classic Arsenic and Old Lace, is coming up in less than a month, and they've uh, they've been going, you know, rehearsals and everything. So uh, I. It'll be cool to see that as well. That will be uh, STC's first show uh, in person coming back out of the pandemic. Well, still kind of in it, but you know what I mean, out of the theater coming back. Yeah, no, mid-October. Um, that's That'll be starting up. It's a great classic show. Of course, in the movie, it had Cary Grant. And in the, the most 
egregious bit of casting ever. It had Raymond Massey in the Boris Karloff part. Now, he did a fine job, but the, the part was written for a person who looked like Boris Karloff. He had created the part on Broadway, but he wasn't available for the film, so they had to recast it. And it's like, oh, my gosh, because the, the running joke throughout the show is how much he looks like Boris Karloff, who was, of course, Frankenstein's monster, monster in the old Universal movie. And um, to see Raymond Massey, even with the makeup, who looked kind of like him, but not really. Yeah, that was that was yeah. the only disappointment in a great movie. Cary Grant was hysterically funny. The uh, the the little old ladies were great. I I forget those actresses' names, but yeah, it's a it's a great farce from the '40s that um, that is full of screwball energy and will be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and those are those are always you know so much fun. The the farce, you know, the people running in and out of doors, but also right. yeah, that physical comedy. <laughs> the uh, you know the you know the Abbott and Costello sort of lines of you know going back and forth saying that. I mean, it's it, those things always crowd pleasers and and a classic show. And I think uh, it looks like they got a great cast uh, put together there. So uh, looks like I'm sure it'll be a fun show and a great show to start the season off with. And you'll have right. those. Other two shows, uh, American Idiot and Elf, coming right afterwards. Um, and that is, of course, the Springfield Theater Center housed in the Hoagland Center for the Arts. And speaking of the Hoagland Center for the Arts, had a couple uh, uh, a couple shows recently, a dual piano and uh, the John Denver tribute show with Ted Vigil. Sure. Both were great. And you guys have a couple shows coming up as well. You have the gala, which is uh, going to be virtual, uh, another show I will be helping yeah. out with as well. And uh, then Riders in the Sky right after that. Right on the 23rd, uh, we're bringing in the group Writers in the Sky. They are very popular, very funny guys, very musically talented, too. Then, of course, in October, we have um, a, a show called The Weir, and it's set in an Irish pub, mm. and it's on October 15th and 16th. Kevin Purcell, who used to be, uh, who used to live in Springfield, yeah. actually lived in Petersburg, but he moved down to southern Illinois. He's directing the show down there and bringing it up to the Hoagland, and we're producing it for him up here. But it's a, it's a, they're telling classic Irish ghost stories in an Irish pub. It's a five-person cast, a great show right before Halloween. And before that, uh, the Spencer Theatre Company has um, The Audience, which is about Queen Elizabeth, and, uh, you know, shows her through her life. And Mary Young is playing the part of Queen Elizabeth. And if you've seen the promotional pictures of Mary yeah. as younger queen wow it's it's a like mm -hmm. great likeness and they've done a great job with the costuming renee blank always does a wonderful job and joe mm -hmm. michael jackson and is uh, directing with jenny Rossette. um julie staling is producing so that should be a, a really good show with a big big great cast too yeah, that's that's gonna be yeah, that is gonna be great and and yeah, the weird uh, and I I know Kevin Purcell. I I used to I went to school in Carbondale, uh, so I I and I I might even know some of the people in the cast if they're the cast is coming up from Carbondale to do it. That's awesome. That's a uh, yeah, that is super yeah. cool. So I think they they're performing at the Varsity Center. Oh yeah, yeah, Carbondale. That's where they're performing it down there, and then they're coming up here the fifteenth and sixteenth. Oh, cool! Wonderful. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. And uh, and you guys have your gala that's gonna be coming up next Saturday. That's well. right. We'll be uh, streaming it on Show Ticks for you uh, Saturday night. Then we'll also make it available for video on demand past that point uh, yeah. through the end of the month. But yeah, we really wanted to do it in person. But when you have 
cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and people crowded together. And there, there'll be a 30-person kid, a teen chorus. There'll be 20 people on stage. So we thought, this isn't really safe right now. So we're, we're taping it. We're, we're um, going to stream it and uh, putting together the pieces so people don't have to be all crowded together. We're just trying to do it in a safe way because we've taken a, a step backwards with the Delta variant, but we want to be able to still present things. So, But Riders in the Sky will still be live here in the theater. You know, I figure they're a, a four-person act, and they travel around in a tour bus together, so they're their own bubble. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel that's pretty safe, and we've got a good audience for that one. We do ask, like the rest of the world right now, to wear your mask when you come into the theater. Um, you know, we're following the the statewide mandate, and we appreciate people uh, uh, following that that uh, request. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it seemed uh, when I went to uh, both um, dual piano and the John Denver show, I mean, both people people seem to be you know fine complying with the masks. So honestly, I think it's yeah. Those go ahead. Um, you know, we gave them refunds if they didn't want to for whatever reason, yeah. and that's okay. And we're happy to do that if someone's already purchased tickets but doesn't feel comfortable or doesn't want to wear a mask or whatever. We're happy to refund their money. All right. Well, very good. So that is uh, so that should be that should be good coming up. There, Riders in the Sky and the Gala, and of course those other shows coming up. The audience and the Weir. I want to talk about some? Uh, there's some uh, big, you know, international international i guess you watch stuff streaming and movies and that sort of thing right. uh come from away uh, as of today we're filming this has uh come out on apple plus a subscription service that i may soon have to be getting to watch that and some other things i'm, th- I'm saying that a lot i've heard great things about ted lasso and schmigadoon which i've been seeing clips of but i need to watch the whole thing anyways uh but yeah. You need to yeah. do this now. You need to, you need to, you know, drop Hulu for a couple of months or whatever. <laughs> make room for this one and, and watch a bunch of great shows. Yeah, because uh, yeah, come from away, great cast album. Uh, but I haven't seen it, so uh, it'll be great to see that. That is a, a show they recorded it, and of course the the significance of it coming out today and. 9-11 being tomorrow as of when we're recording this and uh, and the audience that they recorded it with, which was a lot of uh, first responders and people. I mean, that's oh, wow. I, I can imagine how powerful that is, you know, just knowing that, watching it and then performing right. it. So we talked about this a little yeah. bit last time. It's about a, a jet that was uh, rerouted on 9-11 to Newfoundland. And um, I, I think that's how you, Newfoundland, Newfoundland. They both sound correct to me, so that's fine. Um, and about the experiences they had with the residents of the small town and the cast members play both the plane occupants and then the residents of the town and other parts as well. Each cast member plays multiple roles. And um, this is this features this, I think they call it a live capture. They've recorded the actual Broadway production Many of the original leads who had left the show came back. Um, and then the rest of the cast is made up of the current performers on Broadway. And it, it really is spectacular. And I, I haven't seen it yet, but I have seen the touring company. And it's a great show. It, it, it really is a wonderful testament to the human spirit and how we all pulled together back in that time. Remember when that used to happen, when we pulled together? Uh, mm. It might have been the last time with... with yeah, oh, yeah. 
But um, it really is a heartwarming story. Yeah. And I, I think people, it, it's well worth, in my mind, paying for Apple Plus to, to be able to watch that. It's yeah, less well, than I, a Broadway ticket, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. So I might I may have to because I really do want to watch that show um, and a couple others, of course. Um, yeah. And with, uh, with some more film shows, this is the... Uh, not so much a film show, but a movie adaptation of a show. Dear Evan Hansen had its premiere uh, at the Toronto Film Festival. And unfortunately, the reviews as of yet have not been super favorable towards it, uh, to say yeah. the least. And it's it's unfortunate. And, and the thing is, and I don't want to act like, uh, oh, you know, it's, you know, people don't get musical movies. Because sometimes musicals in general might not get the best reviews. But still... Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate because Dear Evan Hansen was such a, I mean, it won Tony as it was a such a popular show. It's got a great cast right. album, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it, and maybe it's maybe it's the audience. This I I have no idea. But uh, I just right. know I saw that today. Some of the reviews. It's it's and it you know they made made changes to it as happens when you turn a sure. show into a movie sometimes. Sure. So um, it'll be so and that comes out for the general release audience on the twentieth. Uh, 20, yeah. 23rd, I think. 23rd? Okay. I, I think. Um, it's later this month. But release yeah. date Friday the 24th. Okay, okay. 24th. Yeah, we so it's it. one of those days in September. It's coming out soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, one of the reviews I read this morning said that, well, Evan Hansen isn't really a hero in the Broadway show. You're, you're more sympathetic towards him. And in, 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 in the film version, he comes across more as a villain. No, I haven't hmm. seen it. Um, that was just one person's review that I'm paraphrasing poorly. Uh, but yeah, they they said the focus feels different in a movie when you're up closer, and it just it doesn't resonate the same way. And of course, there are people making you know snide comments about Ben Platt and being too old for the role. And you know, I don't, I don't even know how old he is now. Maybe 28. I don't know. Steve McQueen was like 42 when he did the blob and he played a high schooler. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Watch Grease again. <laughs> Watch any, he, like, he looks, you know, I'm much older than he is, obviously, but he looks like a kid to me. He so still he looks, looks like a teenager. Honestly, yeah, he still looks young enough. It doesn't, I mean, it kind of, I mean, if people are like, I want realism in this musical, sure, but I mean, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't think he's the original, but that's the thing. He's the original cast member who did the part and, Rarely do you get, you know, Broadway performers at all sometimes in musical movies. Sometimes sure. it's just the flavor of the week. I don't know. But, well, you, know. you know, Kevin, you and I both know that if he hadn't been cast, there would be an uproar. Yep. They'd be like, why did they get Ben Platt? You know. Yeah. And then <laughs> since he was cast, there's still an uproar. So I guess the lesson to be learned here is there will always be an uproar. Of course. You know, the Internet got to be mad about something. Exactly. So it could be more that. And, and the thing with. Interesting. I'm talking about him being more villain because I don't want to spoil the plot, reveal much about it. Right. But you know, it is kind of a complicated plot, and it, it may, and it unfortunately it could be one of those plots that works if you watch it as a stage show. But maybe when you put it into a movie, I don't know. I mean, I'm still interested. I want to watch it, but it's um, sure. Yeah, it's. Well, I, I think the review I read uh, mentioned that you know while watching it on stage. And you know it's on stage. You know you've walked into a fantasy world. They have this proscenium that's made up of monitors, and there's a lot of video involved. And then in the movie, it's very real. 
And the situation on stage seems to play better because it has a little, it, you're removed from it a little bit, but in a movie where it's up close and it's real, real settings, um, it, it feels just a little, it feels off, I guess. Yeah. But, that's... you know, see the movie, make your own decision. I know yeah. I probably will. Yeah, me too. And that's, and that is, that happens. And that's, that's, you know, famously or infamously why when they did the little shop of horrors musical movie, they had to change the ending because they're like the, the test audience was like, yeah. we hate this, you know? And so they had to redo everything and you can watch the director's cut now, but that's how it was for a while. They completely changed the ending because it was different than people coming out and bowing at the end. And, they right. wouldn't be out there to bow at the end of the movie. I won't want to spoil too much, but wouldn't be a lot of people left right. to bow at the end of Little Shop. But yeah. you know. well, they they have to, you know they do so much research with a new movie, and they send yeah. it out for test screenings, and they have people fill out surveys, and and uh, they don't trust their gut instinct. And you know, you and I both love that show, and I, I saw the original, not the original cast, but the original production off-Broadway in my first trip to New York when I was a teenager mm -hmm. and uh, loved it. It was so funny. It was in the village uh, in New York. It was in Greenwich Village, and it was in a beat-up old theater. It's called the Orpheum Theater, and it was just this tiny little place. And, you know, sometimes the audience had to go across the stage to get to their seat. It was <laughs> tiny. There's a yeah. video out there of the original production. Again, not the original. Oh, yeah. artist, but you can see how tiny that stage was. Oh, yeah. was I've seen it. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, yeah, I was like, this is for a show. And it, like, you know, the large plant and they had like the vines and everything. I was like, but right. it's still, it's a super small stage that they it did was. that it massive was. show it was on. Great fun. And I yeah. love the ending. Um, and so I was yeah. one of those disappointed going, why'd they change it? That's such a, yeah. that's such a cop out. But, you know, the general public spoke and the general public gets what it wants. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> for the better, sometimes for the worse. But there you go. anyways, you know, that's that, that's that, you know, the, but who knows? And, and it could be a thing where I know the big David Hansen is done. It's completed because they showed it at a film festival, but who knows if they'll even, they might change it to the general release. I don't know. That sometimes happens with movies too. Sometimes they have roadshow versions and whatever, but I, okay. I yeah, but you know, you never know. With, with cats, they were redoing the graphics after it already been released. There's yeah, it was, they put it out unfinished. That was, and that's, we could talk about the cats movie forever, no, but we're not gonna. No, Sorry, they filmed it in the nineties. Never been a cats fan, and the movie reminded me why it just it doesn't make any sense. It's it's very much you, they, they filmed it. They filmed the stage show in the nineties and put it on VHS and DVD, so you can watch that. And it's it's one of those things where it's like watching it live is an experience that. Even if right. you don't like it, it's wonderful watching the live orchestra sets, choreography, everything. But yeah, when they the, the movie with humanoid cat people speaks for itself in many ways. So there you yeah. go. That's James Corden. James Corden. James Corden. Oh boy, <laughs> another another reason people just want to hate. But listen, there's there's more things in that movie that to worry about that are wrong than I don't like James Corden as X character. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just for the record, I think James Corden is just great. I think he's he fine. does fine. He's I don't know why people get so upset every time he's in a, in a new yeah. musical. Yeah, um, I mean, like like we said, it's the another thing the internet just loves to just rag on him. He could he could say hello, and the internet would be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, they just throw stuff at. Want to throw stuff? Actually, it'd be like, 
James Corden, I hate him. You know. Yeah. <laughs> How dare oh, he be boy. successful? I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, those uh. It's our, our review of Dear Evan Hansen. I have not seen it yet going into Cats. But uh, anyways, Dear Evan Hansen is coming out later this month. Come From Away is coming out today. We got additions for American Idiot coming up as well as Elf the Musical. And we have uh, The Gala is coming up. Riders in the Sky. Arsenic and Old Lace will be coming up in a month. The Audience and We Are Plenty of Things That You Can Watch and Try Out For as well coming in the coming weeks and months. Gus! Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll uh, do this again sometime soon. All right. Have a great weekend, and get, get Apple Plus. I fully intend on it at some point, so definitely. Some point soon, hopefully. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.